you're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the newest and coolest podcast ever. o'clock a.m. and it is June 16th, 2020 and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora, Illinois' first daily podcast, news show, morning show, all of that good stuff. And we hope that you're well and nice and refreshed and got your coffee and ready to go this wonderful Tuesday morning. Uh, it is a beautiful, bright, nice, lovely pretty spectacular resplendent sunshiny day outside the temperature right now is 65 degrees the high today looks to be 85 degrees uh it's a nice beautiful slightly breezy uh the wind is at five miles an hour and just like that i'm tom skilling baby you know what i'm saying that's the weather report and all that uh wednesday thursday and friday it looks to be partly cloudy but yet still Uh, with highs of 86, 88 degrees, and 90 degrees, respectfully. Uh, So, yeah, that looks to be a really good one today. If you're trying to go out and do something, uh, I recommend it. Get a bike walk, you know, get one of those, uh, you know, if you got small kids, get one of those things where, you know, it's like uh, that shopping cart thing that you pull behind your bike with the the little tent cover. Yeah, get one of those and go, go do your thing. Have some fun out there with it. Uh, so, got a lot of good stuff to talk to you guys about today, actually. Got, got, got a, lot of, a lot of interesting things going on. Um, we are going to uh, let you guys know what's happening in the city of Aurora and all the other good stuff like we do and what's coming up. However, um, there's a couple more interesting items that you guys should know about. The Aurora Downtown Board meeting is on the 18th which will be Thursday, uh, that's from 8 to 9 a.m. Uh, yesterday was live online at the venue, so that went really good. Glad to see that. Uh, tomorrow is the barbecue fundraiser that we told you guys about yesterday, and that's happening at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum, which is downtown on the corner of, um, what is that? Yeah, New York and Broadway. And, yeah, it looks to be really fun, really good. Barbecue's good. The Aurora Regional Fire Museum is good. So come on out for that. That should be a, uh, a really good time. Now, let's see here. Um, under the Lights is Saturday the 20th, and that is from 6 p.m. to 11 a.m., and that's at 1 East Benton Street. Uh, we got to get some more information for that. From what I remember, that was like a Christmas thing. Christmas lights, remember that? Under the lights was like a little demo where everybody's out in the streets and y'all having a good time and all that. Uh, I don't know if it's that, but we'll see what it is. Uh, and then Virtual Boss Babes is tomorrow. It's a virtual meeting online, and that is from 9 to 10 a.m. Now, here's something that's cool. Next week on Monday uh, at the Paramount, as we know, they have Dollar Movie Night. And the Dollar Movie, Dollar Classic Movie, on Monday the 22nd will be Mary Poppins. That's old school. Um, so, yeah, check that out. If you're, you know, if you're a boomer, you'll love that one. Mary Poppins. The story of Mary Poppins, actually, um, I mean, I've watched it when I was a kid. I do remember Mary Poppins. You know, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't one of those movies where I grew up and I was like, oh, damn, like, I'm going to watch it over and over again. The original True Grit where John Wayne was, but uh, this one, no, not so much. All right. So um, we got a great, great, great show for you guys today. 
and uh, we got a great interview today. Today we have Cottonseed Creative Exchange owner and founder Yvonne Michelle coming back on for part two, uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so that we'll get to that at 8.30 a.m. like we normally do, okay? And uh, it'll be a great, uh, great interview. Now, the last time we talked to Yvonne, uh, COVID was in its uh, notorious heyday here in Aurora. Um, none of the stores had any prospects at that time of reopening in any clear and concise fashion. So she was definitely doing all of her things online. But the store has reopened, and there's been a good amount of businesses that have reopened as well. So we'll talk to her about um, first days and what's new. And, you know, yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to her. She's the homegirl, and see what's good with her. Um, all right. Now, yesterday I told you about the Magna Carta, and I do apologize to you, um, my friend and Marine Corps veteran Ali, and the other homegirl Mackenzie. They came and saw a brother yesterday, and you know I, I'll be quite honest with you. We started getting loose. You dig? So uh, yeah, that happened. But I got it for you. I'll give you the Magna Carta information uh, here momentarily, actually. And I have another wonderful announcement for you on this particular day. Now, there's two things that have been happening. If you are woke, you will have noticed them. Uh, we give you the daily COVID-19 totals, but we also give you a little bit of history. This podcast, just for those of you who are now joining us, this podcast serves two purposes to highlight social justice, and to give a voice for the underserved, veterans, members of the LGBTQ community, uh, undocumented folks, and seniors. But we also like to appeal to smart people because we like smart people, you know what I'm saying? So if you're a brainiac, if you're a nerd, if you're one of those people, if you're the kind of person who wakes up, drinks coffee, and just jumps into the politics, or you jump into the history, or the way that you take a shower as you blast like a documentary or something like that, this podcast is for you. On this day in 1963, Soviet cosmonaut Valentina V. Tereshkova became the first woman to travel in space, having been launched into orbit above the spacecraft Vostok 6, which completed... 48 orbits in 71 hours. So the Russians beat us twice. They beat us into space. They, been, they sent the first person into space. And the first woman in space was Russian. Salty. Uh, on this day in 1976, South African police fired on a group of Soweto students marching in protest against state plans to impose the Afrikaans language as a medium of instruction in black schools, igniting a massive popular uprising. Uh, as we know, subsequently, the South African apartheid government was overthrown and Nelson Mandela emerged from prison to take the reins. And um, I can't think of his name at the moment, but it'll come to me. He is currently walking in hell on all fours. On this day, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation was created under authority of the Federal Reserve Act of 1933. And another cool fact, my mom worked, from the, worked for them for a long time, FDIC. I remember, like, way back in the day, way back in the day, like, when they'd be like, oh, bring your parents, or bring your kids to work day, right? And we would go there. And it was just like, I think that's where I got my love of, like, corporate from, you know? Because I think that's where, like, because I wanted to do, I wanted to be in corporate so bad and I eventually got there you know I was a I was a corporate dude for a long time you know the whole shit wearing the tie dressed up you know you did click clacks on reading the newspaper on the train and all that coffee yeah it was jiggy it was juicy but ultimately uh being me is so much more fun and on this day in 1903 the Ford Mortar Company was founded by Henry Ford and 11 associate investors very cool. So there's some history for you to start your day off with. Get your brain. Oh, how could I forget? How could I forget? You know who else was born on this day in 1971? Tupac. How's that? The time is now 8.09 a.m. All right. So uh, Rib Night Part 2 is happening at Ambed's Post 103. Down there 
1194 Jericho Road. Shout out to the boys at the post. Um, now, this is a pre-order only rib night as opposed to the last where you could just drive up and, and pull up, literally. Uh, but it's going to be Saturday the 27th. Pre-order only. You can go to their Facebook page, which is Sons of Amvets Post 103 on Facebook. Uh, and the rib meal is $15. You get ribs, you get baked beans, and you get coleslaw. Shout out to the boy, Pauly. Uh, he cooks really good over there. So, yes, you know, uh, pull up for that. Go holler. Um, damn, I got my notifications on, like, loud, loud. My bad, y'all, for the, the uh, DMs and all that popping off. So, yeah, let me mute that right now. But, yeah. Shout out to Pauly. Shout out to Ambet's Post 103. Rib Night Part 2. Please go out there and support that. That is a very good cause. All of the uh, proceeds go to benefit local Aurora veterans. I'm actually really excited because I got something for y'all next Monday. On Monday the 22nd, we have an interview that, I mean, y'all not, they're not ready for this one. The interview that we got on Monday is going to be Lit. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm so excited. But I'm not going to spoil it for you. I'm not going to foreshadow or rather forecast who it is. I'll just say this. If you don't know, now you know, knucker. You know very well who you are. All right. Uh, the farmer's market is back or coming back. Fresh produce and face masks will be the norm on Saturday mornings in downtown Aurora. The Aurora Farmers Market opens for its 108th season in, excuse me, on Saturday, June 27th. Returning to Water Street Square, 65 South Water Street, that is that parking lot that's like all big and empty right across from City Hall. Like if you're in front of City Hall at the front door right there, you look across the street, that big parking lot, there's nothing in it. That's where it's going to be at. Uh, the market will be open from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. each Saturday. Familiar farmers and favorite food vendors remain as staples of the older, excuse me, the oldest farmer's market in the state. That's right. I remember that. It's the oldest farmer's market in the state of Illinois. That's crazy. Um, makes you think, like, really? All that, like, rural country and this is the oldest one in the state. I would have thought somewhere like in the middle of nowhere would be like the first ever, but who knows? Uh, well, we know now, don't we? Uh, let's see here. Familiar farmers and favorite food vendors, many staples of the oldest farmer in the state that will also see new operational changes due to COVID-19 restrictions, including vendors and visitors wearing mandatory face coverings while on site and hand sanitizer at each booth. Quote, while the market may look different, its core and quality remains the same. Visitors can still obtain fresh fruits, vegetables, and food while supporting local businesses and area farmers on a quick visit to downtown Aurora. End quote by Mayor Richard C. Irvin. And, uh, yeah, definitely go out to that. Now, I must admit, I have never actually, like, been to and, uh, you know, bought something from the farmer's market. Mostly... When I go, um, I like, you know, I know a couple people that be there. So, you know, I just kind of dap them up. Oh, what up, baby? How you doing? Good morning. And, uh, you know, I just drink my coffee, take pictures. And then, you know, and then I just jet. Uh, however, Good Morning Aurora wasn't around the last time there was a farmer's market. So I think we might have to be some boots on the ground and get some interviews out of that and holler at people. Yes. I think that's a very good thing. Uh, free meals are being provided to youth in Aurora this summer at schools, bus stops, and parks. A very, very spectacular and positive initiative that I would like to share with you guys. And I want all of you to keep this in mind going forward and spread this word, too. Uh, let me take a brief pause here and tell you this. Hunger insecurity uh, is real, and no one should be going hungry, okay? Full stop, period, point blank. If you can do something for another individual, including feed them or give them food or, uh, you know, a sack of potatoes, anything, help people out when it comes to food. 
there are many people who are trying to do their absolute very best. And I'm talking about parents. I'm talking about older folks, seniors, people who can't get around very good. Um, with all of the restrictions and the possible problems that they have during the day, not having to worry about where a meal is coming from does a lot to improve a person's self-esteem, their feeling of self-worth, and it makes them feel really good. And it, it's a health benefit, obviously. Um, so if, if, if I say again, from Good Morning Aurora, the entire staff, uh, if you can help people out in regards to food, please do so. Anyway, Meals at the Park. The city of Aurora is partnering, partnering with the Northern Illinois Food Bank for the Meals on the Move program. Every Tuesday and Thursday through August 6th, youth 18 years old and younger can receive free meals. Parents and guardians may pick up meals for the children. Tuesdays from 10 to 11.30 a.m. at Phillips Park Visitor Center, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. Thursdays from noon to 1.30 p.m. at McCarty Park which is 350 East Galena Boulevard. Now, the school districts are also providing meals throughout the summer. West Aurora, District 129. Uh, meals are distributed Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. through August 7th at seven distribution centers. Greenman, Hill, McCleary, and Nicholson Elementary Schools, Jewel and Washington Middle Schools, and West Aurora High Schools. You can find out more about that by visiting their website at www.sd129. Org. East Aurora School District 131 throughout the summer. Meals will be distributed at four school sites. Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon, grab-and-go meals will be distributed um, through bus stops. You can learn more about that at www.d131.org slash district distributes. Indian Prairie School District 204 breakfast and lunch will be provided throughout the summer. Families that require a meal can pick up a free grab-and-go bag with breakfast and lunch each morning at the elementary school in their neighborhood. For planning purposes, please let them know how many days you'll be picking up a meal by completing a form. The form is found at www.research.net, and we'll post that link for y'all, too. And Community School District 308, meals distributed through the month of June for a Monday and Wednesday pickup. You can learn more about that at sd308.org. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna make like a radio call in or something, yo. Like, yo, this is word up. Word up. Alright, so now that we've got free meals and all that good stuff out of the way, the time is now 8.17 a.m. Um, we are gonna go over the COVID-19 totals now because I kind of want to dig into that uh, Aurora Police Department video from yesterday again. Uh, and again, we're going to be talking to Yvonne Michelle from Cottonseed coming up here momentarily. Well, not momentarily at 8.30 a.m. and it's 8.17. Uh, now, as you guys know, we do the daily COVID-19 totals and today will be no different. Uh, at cdc.gov. As of this moment, there are 2,085,769 total cases of COVID-19 in the United States, and there are 115,644 total deaths. Uh, now that is 21,957 new cases and 373 new deaths compared to yesterday's data. Now, as you know, the uh, website cdc.gov, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, breaks this information down in many ways. Cases by, excuse me, cases and death by county, new cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity, and cases and deaths among hospital personnel. Uh, and as we know, COVID-19 is disproportionately affecting African Americans and Latino Americans as well. The Fraternal Order of Police, when presented with complaint about that infamous video and, and pictures of the Chicago cops lounging in uh, Bobby Rush's office, they have said that the cops were just exhausted and chilling. So they're not even defending uh, them popping popcorn and kicking it while looting and absolute violence takes place all around them. Nice one. 
State of Illinois reports the lowest daily deaths from COVID-19 in months. UIC says it will begin testing a vaccine. That's good news. That's very good news, as a matter of fact. Um, now, before we get to the uh, the stuff that we're going to talk about with the police, uh, I wanted to ask you guys how you feel about the removing of the statues of Christopher Columbus and Thomas Jefferson. I don't know if you guys saw, but Thomas Jefferson's statue was violently removed yesterday. It was taken down, pulled down. They danced on it. Girls was twerking on it. It was absolutely... Well, I'm not going to tell you what I thought about it. What do you think about it? Maybe we'll do a poll about that. Um, some people are very mad about it. They believe that despite the fact that he was a slave owner and a lick spittle notorious racist who believe that all colored people if not serving whites deserve to die there are many in america who believe that he is the shining example of truth uprightness freedom and equality how do you feel about that maybe we'll ask you guys later on in the show who knows we might even ask yvonne michelle about that maybe we'll chop it up with sal i don't know well, I think we'll revisit that. Uh, now, Christopher Columbus's statue has been getting a lot of heat and flag. Christopher Columbus, as we know, uh, is, or excuse me, was also a uh, notorious uh, racist scoundrel and absolute evil person. But, again, there are those who think that he was the, the rector of uprightness, truth, and decency. Um, so that is going, the debate over the Christopher Columbus statue and his legacy in America itself is definitely uh, going to be heated. Uh, now, his statue in Little Italy has been defaced, and they have people guarding the statue with golf clubs or worse, they say. Some people in the neighborhood say it's a statue of Jesus, or better yet, a statue akin to Jesus. That's interesting. Um, the Rockefeller Foundation's new initiative will invest $10 million in 10 U.S. cities, including Chicago, to promote economic equality for low-wage workers and minority-owned small businesses. i got to see if Aurora is on that list. Hmm. And the Chicago Police Department is at it again, or rather was at it again. Just when you thought that mirroring the activities of the Einsatzgruppen could perhaps be detrimental to one's lofty goals and ideals of protecting and serving, the Chicago police persist that it was not wrong for them to arrest a CTA supervisor after urging her to dismiss a complaint against an officer, highlighting the decades-old, quote, cold of silence end quote, an unwritten understanding that officers protect one another at all costs. Um, and it was recorded on video. So we'll see how that plays out. The time is now 8.22 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning. That is, if you want to keep your thing together. Listen to me now. Do the things that keep the smile on the face. Say the things that make them feel better. Time is now 8.27 a.m. Um, saw something interested, interesting yesterday. Can you get fired for protesting? It depends. Good article in the Chicago Tribune about it. Um, you know, I I don't know. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of either way about that. It's like after having worked for or in corporate America for a long time and understanding the uh 
and the way that my activities could be perceived somewhere, even if I'm not on the clock working for the company, I can see why you wouldn't want to have an employee out there with a sign that says kill all cops if you are Berkshire Hathaway or something like that. And I can get that. But at the same time, should your voice be heard if the cause is deep enough? And should you stay there if they don't respect you, your thoughts and your views? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that one, um, you know, coming soon again. I think that's a very interesting point of topic. Um, I have never been fired from any job for any protest or anything that I took part in. But then again, I've never taken part in a pro. I've never like the peace rally was different. But I've never, you know, been marching in the streets for anything, you know, all that with the blow, with the uh, blow horns and all that. I've never done that. Uh, there's two reasons for that. One, your boy doesn't need the police activity. And second of all, um, you know, I'm a little bit more like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like more like direct with my action. Like I'm taking, I'm taking my props there in the moment. I don't need to you know, come back and march for peace. I mean, I'm, I'm taking my rights at that very moment. But that's another story for another time, I suppose. Yvonne, you there? Yes. Aha, uh -huh, there you are. How you, it, how you feeling this morning? I'm feeling pretty good, actually. For the first time in a while, I actually got a decent night of sleep, and the coffee was, like, phenomenal this morning. I don't know why, <laughs> but this morning it was, like, really good. Word up. Word. Yeah. Uh, that's good. So why uh, why your sleep pattern been so bad? What's up with that? Well, you know, sometimes when you have a creative mind, like we all do, everyone uh, has creativity and things that keep you up at night and goals and things you want to do and just trying to knock it out and knowing that there is no, like, some sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to stop the clock, but a lot of times the clock just keeps going just to try to get things going you know get things in motion so yeah i know all about it i know all about it that's the thing about like being creative you know what i'm saying like you're you're tired like okay i'm gonna lay it down and then you're sitting there and you're laying there and you're like wait a minute no i should do this and then you got to get up and like write it or some shit yeah i know all about it yep yeah the next day you may be tired but you feel more accomplished though you, you feel like it was worth it staying up so right that's good. Um, so the last time we talked, Cottonseed was um, closed. Yes. And now Cottonseed is open. So let's yes. talk about uh, let's talk about your opening. Let's talk about, you know, things now uh, at the Cottonseed and what we look for going forward. So, yes, we have decided to cautiously open up the store for a few hours um while i was there working for the past two weeks just kind of painting and reorganizing there was a lot of people trying to get into the shop so i thought well maybe it is time to you know cautiously open up for a few hours and let customers come in to be able to see what we have you know we do have our online shoppers and then you do have your people that want to see things in person so we wanted to accommodate everyone so we're open Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 11 to 4, and then Sunday, 11 to 2, since Sunday seems to be a little bit more on the quieter side. So, And um, as far as things going on, uh, our vendors have restocked with new items. Um, looks like, you know, during this entire time that we've been kind of locked down, their creativity has been exploding, so they have new items we have some new things um some new products in the store um i myself have been working on some designs um on some things that i have been trying to do for a while so i have some shirts and some new things um coming in and some that are already there and then we have um been talking with um a coffee company out of Hyde park uh not kind of 100 percent sure on that one but we've know been getting to know the company and their mission statement and the different things that they do and they have a um their coffee sold on amazon it's also sold at the uic bookstore they have a uh, small coffee shop that serves their coffee so the owner of that company uh, who's from cameroon came in and we 
had a nice little conversation. So just trying to see what, you know, what we can kind of work out there and how we can maybe bring something new to the to the crowds. Word up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that. That's going to be, I, but you know, see, look, we know each other. You know what I'm saying? The audience don't know that, but we know each other. I told that is going to be a good flow. It is. Yeah. That's going to be I'm, great I'm kinda, for you. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Um, some, of, some of the things, I mean, it, 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 I think it does sound really good. It's just kind of like uh, some of that, would, you know, I'm a coffee lover, meaning I, I can, you know, I'm like a coffee connoisseur. Like, I, you know, I taste all different type of coffee. But as far as... Um, just setting something like that up is, is, you know, it'll be a new experience. But as always, you know, kind of down to see, you know, try new things and see how things go. So it's, it's, it's always a good thing to try, you know? Right. Um, so, Basquiat, tell us about that. So, Basquiat, Jean-Michel Basquiat, uh, he was a neo-impressionist, um, and he died in the 80s. So he, he, he did a lot of really creative artwork. Um, when, he was a, when he was a young kid, uh, he got into an accident and he was in the hospital. While he was in the hospital, his mom brought him a book about anatomy. So while in the hospital, he studied this book on anatomy and he was always intrigued with like, <clears throat> like the structures of the human body and bones and the skeletal system and he when he started painting he always incorporated that into his artwork and um he he passed away in the 80s but his work a lot of his work is still around and it's being sold some of his pieces have been sold uh more recently he had a piece that sold for 100 million to an art collector and then maybe about a year or two ago, he had another piece that sold for $110 million. So he, you know, he kind of mixed, um, you know, words and, and um, you know, anatomy and things into his artwork. And he was passionate about, like, you know, getting, you know, uh, you know, kind of like civil rights and, you know, rights for others and, um, you know, how segregation was bad and things like that. So he, he was a, he was not only an artist, but he kind of went into a lot of different subjects and he's, you know, if you don't know who he is, you know, you look him up, you see the contributions that he, uh, gave to the art world and how his art is so relevant today. So he is one of my favorite artists. Um, he's of Haitian and Puerto Rican descent or was of Haitian and Puerto Rican descent. And, um, I'm just really fascinated with his work. So uh, I have some um, products coming in that kind of, you know, are geared towards him and his artwork and things like that. So right now, one of the things I have is I had a T-shirt design with him on it, and it's a really cool T-shirt. And also, um, if you've been in the shop and you've seen the Frida and the Aaliyah painting. And I have. I have a new one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. I'm, I'm so excited. So this one will be a Basquiat painting. Oh, word up. Yes. Yeah. So it that. will be, it will be really, and it's one of his iconic uh, poses. If you look him up, you'll see he kind of like, he did a lot of poses with his hands. So this one, he's like covering one eye. And it's, it's just, I mean, what he represented and, and the energy he brought to art and everything that, that you know, um, all his contributions. I just, I don't know. I'm just really, um, really interested in his work and everything. So I think the painting, if you've seen the Frida, if you've seen the Leah, this one is going to be just as phenomenal. So that'll be hanging up in the shop somewhere. And uh, later on down the line, you'll see uh, more of Patrick Rimbert. A lot of people come in and ask, well, who painted that? Is it for sale? You know, unfortunately, I have to break the news that that particular, those particular pieces are not for sale. But um, the artist's name is Patrick Rimbert. Okay. Um, R-E-M-B-E-R-T. And he does not have a separate page set up for this. But if you are interested in any of uh, the artwork um, that you see on the wall at the shop that, um, you know, the Frida, the Aaliyah, or the Basquiat that's coming in, you 
can contact him directly and he can uh, quote you on his paintings. They usually take about two weeks before you know you get them, but it's well worth it because they're hand painted and he puts a lot of love and, and energy into what he does. So nice. Um, so now the last time I was in the shop, um, it was great. Had a good time in there. Um, I, but I did see that uh, some of the layout of the store has changed yes, a little absolutely. bit. Okay, was that to accommodate what you're talking, what you're thinking about doing with the uh, coffee, or just to make space for new items? Um, just to make space for new items. Okay. I am so when I started to uh, recreate or, or repaint or you know furniture and things like that. Right. Um, I was actually working in corporate America at the time. I was working for um, working at Hyundai Motor Motor America, uh, doing um, consumer uh, you know services there. But uh, when I first started doing that, it was more of a hobby. So then I got into a store and I had a booth. And when I got this store, I said I I, I had already made it a goal for myself that I was gonna gravitate towards what I really wanted to do more explore more of the creative side and the ideas that I you know kind of been holding on to so I basically I'm not going to say I phased it out a hundred percent but as far as furniture goes me personally I won't be doing too much of that I'm going to be gravitating more towards design and product creation on the things that I like so that's kind of why the layout has changed a lot. Um, probably we'll be offering more tools for, you know, artists and, and creators. That way they can come in and get the items that they need to make their own creations. So there'll be a section in the store that'll be dedicated to that. Uh, the paint did move up front and we'll be adding more uh, items to that area to help, you know, um, to give the artists and the creatives options for the tools that they need to their crafts right feeling that totally feeling it very cool um so uh we so we talked about um that we talked about the fact that you don't get a lot of sleep uh can you tell us what uh cottonseed has um planned maybe in the next year coming up um <clears throat> well we have the we have the website i'm sorry i mean uh, the website Tell us about the website. So we do have the website, um, and that's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, so I will be working on uploading a lot of the new products to the site, but the site is something that will be around for the long term, simply because uh, I, find it, I find that customers enjoy shopping online and then coming to pick up the items, especially during this time with kind of the uncertainty with the virus and you know things like that so the website is it's up and it's at www.thecottonseedex.com cottonseedex.com word up and i also have a another small company that i've been working on for myself and for my son for a lot of the things that we've been working on and designing my son likes to draw and he's been um working on turning his drawings into an actual apparel line for himself. So I, I do have another uh, branch of the company that will fall under my items that I, I've been working on, and that's going to be called Stewart Street Creative. Stewart Street Creative. Cool. Feeling that. Totally feeling it. All right. Well, um, so now let's talk a little bit of turkey here. Um, in addition to what was going on when um, COVID closed Cottonseed, we are now as well in the midst of what can best be described as social unrest. Um, did you see the recent video with the APD? I did see that video. I saw both videos. I saw the initial um, kind of like uh, pedestrian Yeah, the video. one that was like two minutes long or whatever. Yeah, I saw that one and then I saw kind of 
I saw the one that was released to give a you know better explanation as to kind of how you know. What's your thoughts? What happened? Um, you know, at, at this point in my life, I used you know I used to just kind of just come up with my own uh, assumptions as to why this or why that. But at, at this stage in my life, I like to really analyze the entire situation, right? So although you know, looking at both videos, the first video was disturbing because I didn't know the whole scope of kind of what happened. The second video gave us a lot of clarity on how that went down. Right. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, the, you know, the occupants should have, um, you know, kind of obeyed the police officers, which I do agree because I'm a law abiding citizen and, you know, I have, I do have respect for the good police officers that are out there because there are some, you know, let's, let's be honest. There's hundreds of thousands of police officers and, you know, what would we do without the police, you know, but Mm -hmm. the same token at that moment, the, you know, the climate we're in with, you know, we just kind of, the George Floyd situation just was just here. Was it a week or two ago where, you know, there are riots and, and, you know, just a lot going on. I mean, there's still stuff going on, but maybe not as intense. So um, people are still angry. People are still feeling, you know, like, okay, they see a police officer and they feel that they need to um, defend themselves, you know, and kind of say, you know, hey, why are you messing with me? And, and, and I, I look at it, I looked at it from both sides. And if the situation where, you know, if they had just gotten to a heated argument, you know, they're already angry. They're already upset. You know, you had the situation that went on with um, George Floyd, unfortunately. And, you know, people are still kind of just feeling it's, it's the wound is still, still fresh. Right. So it was just more like maybe, uh, emotional still still feeling the emotions of all that and then maybe they were going through something at the moment you know i kind of saw both sides of the situation you know it's Mm -hmm. always it's always you know people are always quick to judge and say well you know maybe they should have done xyz or this and that i mean i i see i see both sides i see both sides of the situation i kind of try to put myself in the other person's shoes to see you know maybe i wouldn't have reacted that way but can see why somebody would would react that way you know and unfortunately what we all fail to realize is that everyone is a unique individual and we react to things differently that's based on our history our past and you know different situations we've been in or haven't been in or you know right like that so it's, it's understanding the human experience and the human experience is very unique for everyone and and you know sometimes we have to take a step back and say well why did why would that person react that way it's, it's easier to judge and say well that's wrong you don't you don't react that way you don't do you know i i, I don't understand you know um what that person is going through mentally at that time or emotionally so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not quick to judge. I, I know that what maybe should have happened should maybe could have been a little bit different. Maybe their reaction to the situation of you know being pulled over, but at the same time, I I, I can't really judge. I'll be honest with you. I just can't. I, I don't know how they feel about the current climate or how they felt at that moment. So. Did you see them fighting in the car before the pullover? You know, I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't really see it clearly, honestly. I was looking at it from my phone, so I had already had a hard enough time trying to see, you know, what was going on. I just kind of saw the, the interaction right. between. Right, yeah. Um, so, like, right before they got pulled over, um, the cops, because they were going northbound on Eola, and the police are behind a mustang which is behind them and so the police kind of like you know broke off to the right a little bit put they you know to adjust a vehicle so they could look and see what was going on you could and you can clearly see like whoever's in this car is fighting 
you know, they like slapping each other, hitting each other, all kinds of shit. And then the uh, the arrest part happens. So that was actually, from what it appeared, that was actually the 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 premise of them even being interested in that vehicle. And then homeboy, if you look at the tape, then homeboy like does the improper lane usage. You know, he he switches to the right lane in the middle of an intersection, which is driving 101. You know, like you don't change lanes in the middle of an intersection. Um, and then the the uh, part happens where they get pulled over with your ID at, we ain't giving you ID, or whatever, you know? So, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I, I, think, I think the police absolutely did what they were supposed to do. I mean, that's their job is, I mean, they don't know if the person was kidnapped or, you know, they were just trying to make sure that the well-being of the individual in the, in the car was, you know, okay. That, that's, you know, like I said, I see both sides of it. And I know that, like I said, I, I still, I've had situations where, you know, my car, something happened with my car and police pulled over and, and helped me, you know, like, oh, are you okay? And, you know, so I've, I've had good experiences with, with police officers. And, right. You know, um, this is why I know that there's absolutely, there's definitely, there's people out here that join law enforcement because they want to help people. Right. Because they care about people. You know, and I, unfortunately, the media is 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 it's good and bad. You know, it shows you just sometimes just the bad. You know, there's not only bad out there; there's good. So, hmm, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, the time is now eight fifty three a.m. Um, so I'm working on getting ten. We and Tendaji, we got a we got a date lined up. We got a date lined up. It's on. It is on like Donkey Kong. So that's going to be good. Um, looking looking quite forward to that. Um, is there anything that you would like the audience to know? Uh, so, you know, we always end the show on a positive note. So before we get into that, um, that piece of what our message is going to be for the people today, uh, is there anything that they should know about what, um, what other... You know, we got Cotton Seed has a lot of friends. It's a creative exchange. So, do we want to give some shout outs right now? Um, yes, we have, some, we have some good friends there. So, I would say I give a shout out to Tyler, who's also known as Stealth Art. STL. Um, yeah, for his contributions, I mean, he's just a really active member of his community. And, I mean, he does a lot, you know, he, he works full-time, and then he's still out there painting and, you know, trying to bring positive messages and, and really be inspirational to others and stops by the shop and always asks if, you know, I need any help or, you know, he brings artwork. Um, Renee Hoover, the unruly artist who's always helpful at the shop. And just the unruly. Yeah, helpful to downtown in general. I mean, she's just really helpful to everyone. She's is trying to uh, volunteer and, you know, help where, where help is needed. Um, I would say to all, all the vendors at the shop and just um, Marissa for always reaching out and, and, and making sure all the businesses are okay. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's that's all I can think of. Everyone who has shown us love, look, put it that way, everyone who shows us love has showed us love who comes into the shop and, and who stays loyal to us we we see it we notice it and we appreciate it yes we do yes we do um are you going to take part in the farmer's market or or you know not take part but like maybe come through and check it out have you ever been before i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it that would be really nice uh, i did see that they're supposed to be starting up again so i think i might you know i might take a trip down there one i think is it is it saturday mornings i believe i can yeah saturday mornings yeah. yep Right. Um, what's the hours you're open today? So today we are open from 11 to 4. 11 to 4. Y'all heard it right here. 11 to 4 a.m. Cotton C Creative Exchange. The dopest creative exchange on earth. Um, 
Yeah, that's right. That's damn right. So, um, yeah, I would like to... So here's the thing. We're going to end on a positive note. Um, give the people a positive message that they can benefit from and use today, please. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. A positive message. I would say that given the world's situation, a lot of us probably wake up feeling that we're having a bad day. And as one of my favorite top three motivational speakers would say, and it sticks with me because I think with everything that happens, it's, it's an opportunity for learning and it's an opportunity for growth. So I would say that today, this week, if you feel you're having a bad day, as Les Brown would say, never say you're having a bad day. Say you're having a character building day. Ooh. <laughs> I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Ugh. God. You know, I, you know what? No bad this is days. Yeah. No bad days. Yeah, word up. Here's something and this is I'm I'm liking this so much. Here's the thing. Whenever I we have been the show has always ended on a positive note or we've tried our damnedest to do that. But I've noticed something like whenever I ask an individual to present a message, the message that they present is so powerful. And I'm glad, I mean, it, it always was, but like, I think there's a benefit to, I don't know, I'm just rambling right now, but yeah, I like that message. God, I, I'm loving what people, uh, I had on a buddy of mine last week, the realtor, Ricardo Miranda. And I asked him, like, yo, lead the people with a positive message. And uh, I can't think of what exactly he said, but it was something like, you know what I'm saying, there's people out there talking the talk of positivity and togetherness and all that, but they're not walking the walk. And, you know, your, your talk got to match your walk and that, this, that, and the other. And it was just powerful. I'm liking that. I really am. That's good. That is good. I'm having a character-building day. Your energy. Check the energy around you. Check your own energy. Sometimes right. we got to check our energy. If our energy is a little off, you know, we got to keep our energy in check and keep the energy around us in check as well. Energy is very important. Energy is very important. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think I'll tell the people to just, you know, stay blessed, check on your parents, check on your family, make sure everything is all good. And do what um, do what Yvonne Michelle just told y'all. You know what I'm saying? Check your energy. You're not having a bad day. You're having a character building day. Tomorrow is Wellness Wednesday. Uh, Wellness Wednesdays are dedicated to mental and emotional health, and we will be sitting down and speaking with Desiree Battaglia, who is the uh, social media uh, guru for Northwestern medicine and she'll be hitting us with some tips for all of you guys to benefit from uh the time is now nine o'clock a.m and from cottonseed creative exchange and from good morning aurora we wish you a very happy blessed positive and safe day and uh you're not having a bad day you're having a character building day y'all remember that everybody remember that yvonne thank you for coming on the show again absolutely thank you for having us no doubt and from good morning aurora we out. Peace.